The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know I have a bonus for you at the end of the second segment. A few days ago, someone sent me a book. I receive a lot of books every week. But what got my attention about this book is that the original version was banned and classified by the CIA. It was re-released decades later, sanitized and redacted for public consumption. You may or may not know what I'm referring to. So at the end of this interview, I have some audio you may want to listen to that discusses the history of this interesting book. Psst, one more thing. I also included a link to the original or redacted book, but you have to wait until the end of the interview to get the key. Let me know what you think of it and if it shakes your current paradigm. Treasonous policies have been put in place by the Department of Justice, the FBI, law enforcement, fusion centers to legally permit covert use of radiation weapons, a neuro weapons in vendetta, surveillance, non-consensual experimentation, electronic warfare, field weapons, testing on citizens. Are we in the middle of a cold civil war? Do we still have a Fourth Amendment? And is the United States being run by an unconstitutional secret government? You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Fabregas. Karen Stewart worked for the National Security Agency as a foreign language intelligence analyst from 1982 until 2010, when she was illegitimately fired two years before she could have retired, because she dared ask the IG to investigate her work credit for a six-month series of top-secret reports she authored leading up to the Iraqi invasion was credited to another woman, who she eventually discovered was a honeypot. The work was credited to a younger, less experienced, less educated, less competent female analyst who had nothing to do with the reports, but was sexually servicing several NSA managers. She was then given a rare double promotion intended for Stewart. To cover the sexual exploits, Stewart was ordered secretly vilified for a non-existent infraction so as to be set up to be fired after being slandered, libeled, stalked, harassed by low-level security goons, as well as an apparent secret civilian army of brown shirts called InfraGuard, who are trained and run by fusion centers who serve to neutralize real patriots. When Stewart started speaking out on various alternative news venues, she discovered that many Americans, not just whistleblowers, were being targeted to bloat the watch list. 
They are written up with false dossiers submitted to the FISA courts by a main fusion center targeted, then viciously slandered, libeled, secretly declared without rights, then made prey to the predatory and bogus Homeland Security Department and affiliated FBI and fusion centers, who then use them for weapons testing and high-tech non-consensual implant experimentation, all under the pretext of being terrorists. She has, with many others, been trying to wake the public and our leadership to these visa abuse crimes by deep state traitors. Karen Stewart does not have a book or a website. She is simply speaking her truth. Hello, Karen, and welcome to Veritas. Thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And I have to thank you. I want to tell the audience that we did this very, very short notice. You came to me a couple of days ago. We had to bring you on because this information has to come out as soon as possible. I also want to disclose that we are under heavy censorship, shadow banning by the multiple tech companies. So we'll have to watch what we say on segment one. But I promise you that on segment two, we are going to have to take our gloves off. So, Karen, let's begin with your story. When did you join the NSA? All right. In 1982, I joined to use my foreign language capability. I was very interested in foreign languages and wanted to translate for a living. And I went to the National Security Agency. They did a thorough background check on me. They did a thorough psychological evaluation, financial, et cetera, et cetera, trying to make sure this isn't a crook, this isn't a crazy person, et cetera, et cetera. I passed all those with flying colors and they hired me. And I was an intelligence analyst for 28 years until they fired me. Now, what happened was at toward the end of my um, career, I found that uh, there was a honeypot operation going on at NSA. And I tried to get the inspector general to investigate it. And when I did, I was attacked. So uh, to give you a little information as to how I found that out, I had done a six-month award-winning report series that was estimated by the Pentagon and upper NSA management as having saved at least 2,000 American lives, military lives. And um, my boss decided that he would credit it to a woman he was sleeping with. And she got a rare double promotion on my work, which I didn't find out about until maybe a year or so later. And uh, when I asked what in the world was going on, I went to... um, the inspector general and had all kinds of things befall me. I had some kind of secret accusation made against me. Then it was uh, demanded that I go for a polygraph and I had always had no problem whatsoever with polygraphs. So I went to this one and the man screamed at me just before the polygraph, which of course makes your adrenaline uh, shoot up. And of course I flunked that polygraph. I had asked, I said, you know, you screamed at me before the test. And so I'd rather come back another day. And frankly, I'd rather have another polygraph examiner because I don't know what's wrong with you. And he refused. And he said, basically, take the polygraph or we'll involve the FBI and they'll come get you. So I really thought that was a a bizarre bluff, but I didn't want to take a chance. So I went ahead and took it. I flunked it uh, because my adrenaline was just um, off off the roof. So um, I came back and took another couple polygraphs. 
and was able to pass and they weren't able to take any action against me, which I thought was bizarre, you know, to report something and then have things fabricated against you that had no basis in reality whatsoever. So I changed from one office to another. And then I found that once I had gone to the IG, that things really got out of hand. Uh, and uh, NSA security basically said, drop the inspector general request, or we're going to say that you're mentally ill and fire you. So I knew I wasn't and had never been. And so I knew what they were doing was illegal, but they started a slander and uh, libel campaign against me. And then they got low uh, level security people to stalk and harass me just about 24 seven at NSA. And then I found they were doing it off campus as well, which uh, frankly, I'll do a little segue here. It, uh, it ties into what the fusion centers are doing to people. So do remember that and I'll get back to it. Before um, you say that, can you please define honeypot? Because I know what it is, but a lot of people are hearing that even with the Epstein case and many people just don't know what that means. Okay, that's fine. Um, what it is is somebody is using a woman to uh, sleep her way through various people in order to sexually blackmail them. So at NSA, if you you know you hold a top secret uh, clearance, and if you are caught doing something like having an affair, NSA security is supposed to follow protocol and say, "Look, Mr. Jones, you've been having an affair with your secretary." You've got two choices. You can either resign and leave because you cannot have a clearance because now you're, uh, you can be blackmailed, or we can call in your wife and tell her exactly what you were doing, and nobody can blackmail you for doing it. So that is when NSA operates properly, but they were not operating properly. They were basically um, trying to destroy the messenger, so to speak. So um, I endured probably stalking harassment from about 2006 to 2009, and they got frustrated because what they wanted me to do was say, oh, people are following me around. And so I was just ignoring them because I knew that something was wrong and that they knew they were lying. So I was trying to ignore them as much as possible. So in 2009, though, they uh, poisoned a family pet, a beautiful Newfoundland, poisoned him with neurotoxin and killed him. And they started having the NSA goons uh, follow me to and from work but um, trying to organize what I call um, aggressive driving attacks, scaring the hell out of me and um, endangering everybody around me. So at that point in time, when it got really physically dangerous, I went to my management and said, this is what's going on. I'd appreciate it if somebody would just get some common sense, you know, and stop whatever it is they're doing. And so they were told by security that if I ever said anything to report me, as soon as I as soon as they heard me say that, they went to security. Security said, oh, you're imagining things, so we're going to strip you of your top secret clearance. Uh, they put me in a travel position, which is very menial, and they said, well, we're going to decide your fate because we think you're mentally ill. And I said, well, you know, security has for over 20 years said if you ever see anybody following you or something, some kind of strange activity, it could be foreign agents trying to uh, basically get in touch with you and trying to turn you or try to blackmail you or try to kidnap you, so tell us. So they went against their own protocol yet again to not investigate license plates and drawings that I'd made of people, you know. So um, at that point in time, they were trying to fabricate a reason to, to fire me because they wanted me to shut up about the honeypot situation. So um, while I was at the travel 
bureau that worked for um, NSA, I started seeing the people who had been harassing me uh, on the road reporting to the security building next door, and uh, they were driving, of course, their own cars, so I started to get their license plates to identify them to police. I went to the police. The police contacted NSA, and NSA came to me and said, basically, we think you're not only crazy, but you're dangerous, so we're going to put you on admin leave. Well, they put me on admin leave, and I found out within a week I had people who were neighbors and other civilians harassing me very similarly, and I had no idea how that was possible, but it turns out that NSA works with fusion centers, and if you don't know what a fusion center is, after 9-11, it was decided by the government uh, that 9-11 had happened because the feds and the local police don't talk to each other, they don't share information. So they created fusion centers all over the United States, one per state at least, sometimes two, sometimes three, depending on the size of the state and the population. So what NSA had done was fabricate lies against me, go to the local fusion center, and then they went to their civilian volunteers called InfraGuard. Now, these people are not exactly volunteers, but because they do get paid under the table. They get gift cards and services and products. You know, if they do this or that, they may get a new washing machine or they may get a gift card to their favorite department store for $100 or something. In other words, like there's, so they there's are snitches. Paying them. Yeah, they're snitches. They're snitches. And ironically, they call, <laughs> the fusion centers call them um, human intelligence or humans, which of course has a different meaning in the real intelligence community. Um, but uh, anyway, they imagine themselves patriots and, and professionals, but they're neighbors who are snitches and willing to slit your tires if they're told to. They're just harassers. They're low, low life harassers is what they are. Um, and I always say that what they've done with this InfraGuard situation is identify and call out sociopaths among us who are more than happy to harass and um, trample your constitutional rights for a gift card. So these are incredibly immoral people and gullible and immoral. And there's but no recourse anyway, against, these people, against these people if they're found to do something illegal? Well, we're hoping at, at a certain point in time that there will be. You know, the, um, uh, this is a, this is a um, program that is very similar to the East German communist uh, regime where they had snitches and they called this program Zerzetzung which means uh, zersetzen is a verb meaning to destroy from every level, to absolutely annihilate. So they called this type of psychological harassment uh, zersetzung, and this is what the people are doing. They're stalking, harassing people, and if you report it to uh, the police, the police are told, oh, that's just a paranoid person. We have a, a mass hysteria of paranoid people. All of the United States just ignore them. Well, some of the police are naive, and they do, and some of them are, uh, know very well that this is a program and that they get rewarded for doing what they're told because the fusion centers essentially are, are who the police and the, and the uh, uh, sheriff's departments are reporting to now. The fusion centers have militarized almost every uh, police department and sheriff's department, and they tell them what to do. Well, they, they have this in every repressive regime. I mean, they had it during the Batista time in Cuba, the Cochivatos, and now they're in Cuba, and on every street they have somebody who's looking at every street, and they report to the authorities. Absolutely. 
And I think under Obama, he had imagined 100 million snitches to watch the other two and a half million citizens. Now, I'm not sure. I was going to say, I'm not sure how many they have, but you cannot go from any town of any size to any other one and not be harassed. So it is a vast network. It is absolutely a vast network. And, you know, you've got a lot of people making money in what used to be a terrible economy. So they were very interested in such easy, well-paying work. Very interesting. And where's that money coming from? Taxpayers. Taxpayers through black budgets. So is that is that appointed by the by Congress? I mean, do we know that we're using that money for this reason? There, there, <laughs> there are a lot of programs where Congress is told it's none of your business. This is a um, intelligence community, or this is Homeland Security, and they don't account for it. So this is not part of the jurisdiction of the Appropriations Committee. Well, that I don't know. That I don't know. But uh, it's it's money that is totally unaccounted for, and I have seen articles before that say the fusion centers themselves are notorious for not accounting for the money that is thrown at them. Well, let's let's go back in time. Can you just give us a synopsis and how things have progressed to the worst? I think it's yes, it is a progression because um, there are are indications from people who have been hit with these psychotronic weapons and uh, directed energy weapons that this has been going on for decades. I've spoken to people who claim to have been targeted for 20, 30 years. And uh, we know that the directed energy weapons have been in, uh, basically they've been researched and tested and developed for the last 60 years, okay? So there's a whole type of, of weapon that the vast majority of people are not familiar with, and they had never heard of them until the article in 2017 concerning the American diplomats in Cuba yep. being hit with a, a invisible unknown weapon, which they called Sonic. And uh, several doctors familiar with that type of thing have said, no, that's not Sonic, that's microwave weapons. And they do make a a very high-pitched whining sound that a lot of people cannot hear because it's on the very edge of human hearing. So it looks like those people were hit with microwaves. And then in 2018, another set of diplomats in China was hit with, again, the same types of weapons. And they had brain damage done to them. They had hearing damage, vision damage, brain damage. And uh, I think it was a doctor, there was a doctor in, a neurologist in Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania, who coined the phrase um, immaculate concussion because he examined these diplomats and said, oh, dear God, they do have brain damage from being hit with weapons. And yet there is no damage on the outside of their head. So that's why he and his team called it immaculate um, concussion. So these are horrifically dangerous weapons. And I will tell you, they can pinpoint one person out of a crowd or they can drop the whole crowd. They're, they're, are they considered non-lethal weapons? These are in the same family as non-lethal weapons. Mm -hmm. Non-lethal weapons, according to David Galbots, who is an acquaintance and he was a security man who guarded testing of these weapons on a military facility years ago. He said, these are not non-lethal weapons. They were developed to be lethal. What they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're going to take these weapons and we're going to hit people in a crowd we don't like, and maybe protesters. We're going to hit them with this weapon for maybe three to five minutes. It'll make them sick. It'll make them, uh, it'll give them a lot of pain. They'll run away. 
But if you take that same weapon and aim it at somebody 24-7, you will kill them. You can give them uh, bleeding in the brain, stroke, heart damage, heart attack, uh, cancer, uh, various uh, abnormalities. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.